Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the New Day podcast. And uh, man, this podcast is just really about us having conversations about life and, and really like one of our values for this podcast, we talk about this, is like being raw, like yeah, being, being raw. Honest, this yeah. is our honest thoughts, a little unfiltered, right? We, we, we have no script. Yeah, there's no script. No. I got a couple of questions, but there's no script going on. And so today we're going to talk about a kind of a hot button issue, technology, and uh, specifically just kind of like how we use it in our day and age, like, is it bad? Is it good? You know, we know it's addictive in a lot of ways, but man, can it, can it be redeemed? So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but before we kind of talk about the ins and outs of technology, I want to age us a little bit. I want to ask you a question. Like, can you remember life before the smartphone or just like the, just like having a computer in your house, man? Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember, um, I was in middle school when, um, you know, I grew up with divorced parents. And so like both of my parents got a computer in the house at the same time. And, uh, man, I just remember like, it was, it was kind of cool. I had aim back in the day, oh, you yeah. know, and we get on aim and talk to friends and, you know, try to chat with girls and stuff like that. <laughs> you know? What you do in middle school, you know? So aim is uh, AOL instant oh, yeah. messenger, yeah. by the way, for all yeah, the, so the Gen Zers. Yeah. You would get on, it's kind of like text messaging on your computer, but like kind of rapid conversation. Anyway, um, I remember that. And then, you know, it gradually picked up. I got my first cell phone when I was in, um, uh, probably eighth grade. Uh, it was like a, but it was a brick phone back then. Like all you could literally do was like call, call your mom and then maybe text a little bit, but it was harder to text back then. Um, but yeah, I remember that world and I remember, you know, I remember feeling bored. I think one of the things that technology and social media mm -hmm. does is it removes boredom, um, but so growing up, man, you would play with your friends, like you would be bored and you would like try to go over to your friend's house and see if they were there, but like you wouldn't call them. You would just literally go show up and knock on the door and ask their mom if they could play. Um, you'd hang out at your house. Like for me, one of the things I think people maybe are missing today, and I don't want to be like, you know, back in my day guy or whatever, like, back in my day, you know, like, um, <laughs> but like I, I learned to play the guitar. I was so bored. Um, one summer I just picked up the guitar. So I learned to play guitar, sing. I liked the band Nirvana. So I learned all their songs and other bands. And, um, I was so bored that you had to do something and I wasn't just going to sit and do nothing. And so, you know, you'd play video games, you'd learn to do things, you'd play with your friends. And, um, so I remember before, you know, there was a lot of free time and you would process it in those kind of ways. And a lot of times it was more social kind of things. But now with, with phones, it kind of feels like if we have plans, we do those. But if not, we're just kind of chilling on our phones and on social media, um, which once again, I mean, some of that's good. But I think a lot of it is kind of wasted time that doesn't really benefit us. Yeah, for sure. What yeah. about you, man? You remember that world? Yeah, similar experience. I think I was in high school. I got my first cell phone, you know, and just remembering that you know, not a lot of people called me, you know, so just not having a lot of numbers or whatever, but I remember that shift, you know, like when, when we began to, to start looking downward, you know, and then I got my first smartphone. I actually forgot when that was. Yeah, do you remember you know? that when that was? I actually don't. I remember. So I, I got my first one. I was actually late to the party. Um, I was a late adopter. All my friends started getting, I think I was probably like, I just got married. I was probably 23 and I got my first iPhone and I just got it cause I, I heard everybody had them. And over time I was like, this thing can do so many things. Mm. And then I was like, and then it was like, I would use it for directions or for music and it kind of hooks you in and then you get the social media and that's where it really kind of becomes everything. But, but yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So, social media. So like, you know, we, we all started out, I'm sure me and you on MySpace. that was kind of the yep. big thing back in the day. And then yep. like Facebook started being more like up and coming and then like Instagram came along, but man, social media, just talk about your experience with that. And just, you know, it's a behemoth. It's like the elephant in the room of our generation. I mean, I, I don't know if it's an overstatement to say that social media has become life. Like it has kind of become real life for a lot of people. Uh, they spend 
more time probably on social media than they do with real people. Um, I think people get their news off of social media. They probably form opinions about people based on social media. Um, you know, they get invited to parties via social media. It's kind of like your, your calendar in a sense. Um, it's how you connect with people and keep up with people. And so like, you know, one of the cool things is, you know, you can connect with friends that move away and watch their kids grow up and, you know, see different things. But I think when I think of like kind of big picture, what social media has become, it, it kind of has become the way that we primarily interact and how we primarily uh, connect with people and kind of form our opinion of the world, unfortunately, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. Um, and I think it's kind of become how we perceive real life. And so if, if there's a lot of craziness on social media, we think the world's crazy if it's a little more peaceful, maybe we think the world's peaceful, but it, it really has be, kind of become the lens by which we we see the world, which I think has a lot of a lot of downsides, unfortunately. Um, and so my, my, my big takeaway is I think it has kind of become for a lot of people how they see reality. It's how they spend a lot of their time. Um, and I think, I think also it's become very addictive. That's the other thing is I think it's become addictive to where it's like, um, so I do this for one day a week. You know, I, my, 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 my big day off, cause obviously we work on Sundays is like Monday and I call that my Sabbath. And so I, I try to relax and kind of take a break from the world, a lot of things and not be available to a bunch of people and just kind of, you know, be with my family or kind of spend time with God. Um, and I, but I try not to do social media on Mondays or, or my phone. It's so hard, man. Yeah. I, I pick it up hundreds of times probably. And I'm like, oh no, wait, I can't do this right now. And so I've come to the conclusion that I'm addictive. My thesis or theory is that most people are addicted. Um, I feel like either people just don't do much with it or they're addicted. I don't think there's a big middle ground, you know. Um, you know, my wife feels the same way and she's probably even more, you know, temperate about it than I am. And she feels like she's addicted. And, you know, I think we're kind of in this lingo phase in our relationship where we're trying to figure out how we're going to process that because we kind of are beginning to admit that we're on it way too much. But then we try and it's not just as easy as trying not to be because then it still has you. And so we're doing that. So I, I think for a lot of people, like I, I think for the average person and even the person that's probably watching this or listening to this right now, I think it has become their primary sense of light, their primary lens of like life and reality and they're addicted and they're probably like us wondering kind of, kind of how they're going to address that right, right now. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'll confess I'm definitely addicted to it, you yeah. know, and I, I know that I'm saying that yeah. I, I know that because, you know, iPhone has a screen time, you know, thing where they're, they're trying to, it's so Sc funny. Scary screen the, time. Yeah. The, the, the company that put this thing in our hands is now trying to help us like regulate what they put in our hands, you know, which is why they do screen time. And so, you, you know, I look at mine and it's like, man, I spent that many hours on my phone. And I also know that Facebook, you know, like has algorithms that keep us on it, you know, yeah. that the whole notification, instant gratification culture and, and, and that's important. is big. I've, I've done a lot of reading on that where, um, and, and once again, I'm not saying you need to think that these companies are, are evil. They're businesses like anything else. They make money off us being on it through ads and things like that. But like it is designed to get you addicted and to have you on it a lot. And so the same way it's important for us to admit, like I'm addicted because I'm addicted, you're addicted yeah. and we're addressing that, you know? It's also important to, to, to just to know, like there, like every new feature that comes out is not just to like make it a better experience for you. It's to keep you on it more. And so when things wane, there's a new feature that comes out that their business is like a restaurant wants you to come to their restaurant, you know, that's how they make money. Yeah. And so like they, these, these platforms are designed like literally with your brain chemistry in mind to, to make you want to be on it. 
And so we need to know that as we are constantly on it. So let's talk about that. Like what, so they know something about us, yes. right? They know something about human behavior and psychology. So why, why do you think that we're on it so much? Like from, from our angle, what are, what are we seeking when we're scrolling, <sighs> you know? <clears throat> well, I think two things. And I think it kind of alludes to what we were talking about earlier. I think one reason deep down, I think, I think in our society, this can get super deep. Um, I think that we have a, you know, um, a very blessed society where we have, like, we're not always wondering where our next meal is going to come from. You know, our life is not, most of us is not 24 seven work. Like we actually are blessed to like, you know, have free time. And so I think one of the reasons why we're on it is because all of us do obviously have, we have the time to be on it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we have free time. I think humanity always has a level of like boredom. Like I said earlier, growing up, maybe you play with your friends, ride your bike. I, I was a, I was a skater for a while, more of a composer, but I tried, you know, um, learn to play. There's always a level of boredom. The question is what you fill that thing with. And so I think for our, our generation or, or people coming up now, like there's boredom. And so I think social media has become the thing that people do. Um, and I think the reason, so, but, but I guess like, like why, why are we choosing that thing over like, you know, knocking on your friend's door or whatever? Um, I, I think because it has become very socially convenient and I think it's, it's just kind of, it is kind of cool that I can just like lay on my couch and like, I mean, we Instagram message a lot, you know, I can see friends. There's a lot of like really interesting things on there. And that's the thing. It's very interesting. So like, it's interesting seeing the news articles that are being shared. Like, oh, like that many people have this thing, you know, um, it's interesting seeing what your friends are doing. It's interesting. And so I think we have free time. I think it's interesting. Um, and I think that we're honestly probably looking for something to to fill our lives and i think unfortunately instead of filling it with like good things and being intentional about it and saying mm -hmm. like for, for a follower of jesus like i want to grow in my faith i want to nurture my marriage i want to know my children i want to bless somebody today i want to make a difference in the world like we're instead of maybe being more virtuous and biblical about the things that we're doing um, we're just kind of filling that with filler, you know? Yeah. And so I think the reason is obviously because I think we, and so take like the season we're in with the coronavirus, we're like, people are at home a lot more. So like we have more time, you know, and so that we're on it more, you know, and there's more interesting things, interesting things happening in the world. So we want to see about those things. And so I think I, so, so if I, if I have to kind of maybe diagnose the, the reason, I think it's because we don't have a, a, great plan for filling the gaps in our life with the things that are best for us and glorifying to God. We're just kind of going along. And I think we just kind of let the gaps be filled by that, but then it becomes addictive. And so I think at the end of the day, maybe it's just like, we don't have enough of a vision for our life and who we want to be and what God's calling us to do. And we're just kind of like existing. And yeah. so we're just getting reeled into this thing. Yeah. The, I, I think the key word probably is that intentionality. I don't think yeah. anyone like sits down and thinks, no, I would yeah, be you addicted. know, yeah. Yeah. And so you just sit down and, and you pull it up and, and all of a sudden you're there, you know? So let's talk about that a little bit, that intentionality. So like I think there's different ways to approach like our social media addiction. There's probably a spectrum, you know, on the one side, it's like, it's not bad, you know, it's okay for you no matter how long you're on it. I think we all know that, you know, that's probably not right. But then there's like another side where it's like, man, I'm just going to get off it all together. Mm. And, and for those of us who have like tried to do that, we know that's like really hard to do. So speak to that a little bit, yeah. kind of like, how, how do we, how do we deal with this thing that's like good, that can be used for good, but that more often than not is like using us. Yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day. Um, thankfully when I was not on social media and I was using that time to think about like big picture things and, you know, 
Um, I know we talk a lot about kind of getting out of your life to work on your life Mm -hmm. so you can actually like improve it, not just kind of exist through it. Um, I I think that, um, the, the way that kind of we handle this is really important because I think as we've talked about, one option is like, I just don't do anything and I just let myself be addicted. And I'm like, well, I guess this is the new reality. I'm just going to live my life through a screen. And so we'll just not do anything. Right. Option two is, which I think we've all been there of like, I'm just gonna get off it. I'm going to be like a hermit, like a modern hermit is like, I'm just not on social media. Like, you know, don't text me, you know, like like, it's at the point now where literally if you just have call and text, you're kind of like a hermit, you know, it's like, if you need me like back then you couldn't even text, but now it's like you can instantly contact, but that's like hermit life now. And so one option is like, I'm just totally off of it. I don't do social media, but like you, you kind of become like a ghost. Like no one knows you, like, who are you? And for us as like pastors and leaders, it's like, man, that's where the people are. And so it's like Paul saying, I'm not going to go to the public square because it's just not good for me, you know? And so I think even in our temperance, there can be like a selfishness of like, it's not good for me. So I'm going to get off of it. Even though like I, I'm called to be a blessing to people, love people, you know, share the good news of Christ. So, so I'm, I'm at this place where I'm coming to like almost like a third option where it's like, okay, let's not be addicted but let's not just say, well, it's not good for me, self-care obsession. So I'm going to get off, you know, forget you guys. Like I'm going to know three people in my life, you know, I think the third option, and I think probably the most, the most biblical thing to do is to say, um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be in this place on my smartphone, on social media, because that's where people are. And because I love people. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to be on it, but I'm going to be on it for specific reasons and I'm going to be on it um, with specific limitations so that it doesn't overtake my life. And so I love the phrase in the world, but not of the world. I think mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of benefit to that concept of like, we're, we're put here for a reason. And once we're saved and once we're walking with Christ, we want to help other people do the same. And so I, I think that what it's going to take for us is going to say, listen, we're going to, we're going to be here because... Um, it's good, but, but the reason we're going to do this is I'm, I'm not on social media just to hang out, you know, I mean, you can check in with your friends, you know, but I'm not just here to hang out or waste time. I'm here to, I'm, I'm on social media to, to love people, uh, to be a light, to be a voice of hope. Um, so I'm here for the good. So I'm defining kind of why I'm on this thing. Cause most people don't, they just get on, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for these reasons. And then number two, I'm going to limit because I know it's addicting, I'm going to limit kind of when and how I'm on it. And so one of the things I'm trying to do, which I'm currently failing at, but I'm trying, is my thing is I break my day down into three different kind of parts. One is like the morning where I kind of spend time with the Lord and do like kind of quiet work, whether it's like work on sermons, plan things, like kind of by myself work. The afternoon, usually for me, like anywhere from 12 to 5 is like, uh, people time with the church. And so talking to people, talking to you guys, like kind of up at the church or whatever, where we work. Um, and then the last part of my day, the evening is with my family. And so I'm trying to make it to where I'm, I'm integrating my social media into my part of my day that I have set aside for like people and connection and leadership. And so I'm like, okay, I can be on social media from, you know, anywhere from, from like 12 to four, you know, that's when I can be on it. And, you know, that's four hours I could potentially be on and I'm working and doing things, but I'm like, I can, I'm allowed to get on Facebook during those times. And, and so what that will do is it it confines the time because, you know, it, social media is so addictive that you'll just be on it all the time, you know? And my, the worst time for me, man, is like in the evening when I'm supposed to be with my family, I'm tired. Cause at the end of the day, when you're tired, they say like, I don't know much about this, but they say like, when you're physically tired, you have less ability to be self-controlled like that. It's actually a muscle that gets weak, you know? 
And so we're on social media and instead of being with our family or even just like for me, man, watching a movie is healthy for me. It gets me like in a different world, you know? Um, and so, but on social media, I'm like seeing everybody argue and seeing people post random stuff or whatever. So for me, I'm trying to, to basically have it confined. And so I think for, for people that really want to make a difference, I think having intentionality of like, I'm here for good. I'm here for love, um, to be a light in this place, not just to express any opinion I have, but I'm intentional about it. But then also I'm intentional about when I'm on it because I know that if I'm not that way, I'm going to have those scary screen time numbers where it's like you were on your phone for 80% of your life and that's creepy, you know, but what about you, man? Well, what, what do you think are ways that we can like, I mean, or, or do you, you think we should just be off of it or, or what do you like, how, how would you say knowing that it's addictive, but also yeah. that it's kind of where people are, what would you say in terms of what yeah. we should do? Well, that's the tough part. I, I don't think you can throw it out because the hook is that is where people are at and, and that, you know, I want to be connected with people. I know what's, I want to know what's going on in their lives and I want to know about, you know, someone's in the hospital and I want to know, you know, all those different things. And so, yeah, we, we can't just get off of it. But I also know that like, man, you know, sometimes Jesus did say like, man, he's like, cut your, cut your wrist off. Yeah. And it's calling you to yeah. sin, you know? And I know that's like hyperbole, but it's, it's like real, you know? And so I, I've tried to do that in my own life where I've tried to, you know, cut it off. I tried to erase the password. And it's amazing how like I commit to saying, you know, I'm going to be off Facebook for a week and like day two, Let's be honest. Like at the end of day one, <laughs> at the end of day one, it's like I'm back on it, and I forget the fact yeah. that I was like not going to be on it. You yeah. know, well, well, one thing too, because so so I've talked a lot about my wife Halsey. She's talked about this too. So her her thing is she's done a couple of times where she'll take a whole week off, and her theory is like week day one and two are usually hard. By day three and four, you get used to it. So the hope is that like you can easily change your habits. It's just hard when you first do it. Yeah. Something like that where you, you do like it's I pick it up a million times. I'm like, yeah. this is weird. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's unhealthy. And I think also for probably a lot of us, it's gonna be a thing we're gonna look back and it's like like smoking, like how everyone was smoked back in the day, and they're like, How did y'all not know this was like super unhealthy and not addictive? You know? So well, just everybody did it, you know? And that's also like your kids are gonna be like, you know, like I mean, why were you, maybe they'll be more addicted, but yeah. they'll be like, man, did you not know like being on a screen all the time and arguing on Facebook yeah. is bad for you? Well, man, two, two, <laughs> two things that has really convicted me in the season. I, I, you know, my wife will attest I'm not there yet, but like yeah. two things that are really convicted me is, you know, when I had, you know, we had Cameron and like, you know, he's there, he's like looking at me and like he, you know, he sees this, this block. Yeah. Yeah. that I'm holding on to. And I, I'm, I know that like subconsciously I'm training him to, to think that this thing's really important, you know, because like I'm looking at it and not him, you know? And so like, I can't say I'm fully there yet, but that's just something that goes in my mind that he, he sees this. He's like, man, this is really important in my dad's life. And so, like, so one, you thing know, I, one thing I'll note is like, so I have a four year old, two year old, both of them are really drawn to the phone naturally, but my two year old Ellie, um, she's very drawn to it. Like she likes how it lights up. She likes, she always wants it. And every time she, so she'll kind of wake me up in the morning sometimes because um, kids get super early and she'll come in and she'll be like, daddy's phone. I want daddy's phone. I want daddy's phone. The first thing she asked for is my phone. I guess because she knows it's on my nightstand or whatever, which maybe it shouldn't be there, but um, she, she always wants it and, and she'll get it and it will actually calm her down. And so it just reminds me that this, it's, it's inherently in us. And I mean, dude, like I think about where we're at now. And we didn't grow up with it, man. Like yeah. I, I literally, I've had a smartphone less than 10 years. That's yeah. crazy. Smartphones came out in 2008, I think. Something like that, yeah. I mean, and it's changed the world. And so I think it just shows you how this can happen. Mm -hmm. And But hopefully, I think what hopefully is happening, I think coronavirus, hopefully in all the shutdown, I, I think it, it's kind of, hopefully, I'm hoping that it's peaked all of this. And I hope it's shown us really how addicted we are. 
because things have kind of ramped up quickly. Yeah. And hopefully now we're like, we're having this conversation. We're making adjustments because this is reveal. Okay. So this is a problem. Let's address it. Yeah. One big thing I think you mentioned, you know, if you are married, that it's, it's gotta be a, a family plan. There's gotta be yeah. a family attack plan to it, you, you know? So I think, it. yeah. And you both need to be on the same page about it. Cause you know, like fortunately, you know, and in a weird way in our family, like Sarah's really led the charge in that way to kind of like get me off of it in the evening. Cause I, you know, I, I unintentionally get on it and then all of a sudden like I'm on it and not so, with so my so family. Question. Why, why do you think, you know, cause I've heard that a lot with different spouses where like one, me and Halsey are just naturally both into it for whatever reason. But a lot of spouses I talk to, like one of them is into it and one's like less into it. Like, why do you think you're more into it? Why do you think she's less into it? You know, a personality thing or what is that? She's more. Yeah, or whatever. What is it? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, I don't know. I think for me, it, I don't. What's in you that makes you like. I usually don't. The problem with me is like, it's all integrated into one. This is like a work device That's and a play good, device. Yeah. And so I don't yeah. usually start on social media. I start somewhere else. I yeah. start Budget in email yeah. yeah, or something like that or with a button. And then all of a sudden I, I work my way in that direction. Let in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me just check in. And so that's kind of where I'm at. And so something I've tried to do and I'm trying to get back to, it's one of those, like we always talk about, we're always repenting of something. Yeah. So I'm always trying to repent of this and like try to put my phone in the basket by the door and just be like, cause just be with my family, you know, yeah. cause I, I, when I, when I sit down and I think about me at 80, like looking back, you know, and I'm gonna have yeah. images, like can, I can picture myself like this, like looking down and just being like, that's not the image I want of me well, in the well, future. Two things of that one is, that, you know, sometimes like I forgot who does it, but they do like those really cool photos where it's like photos that kind of jar you. And one is like, he's like got the phone and it's got like, it, it, it's like chained to his wrist, mm. like, like, like a, like a, um, what's those like prison balls or whatever. Like it's, it's literally chained to him and they're just looking. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that's a creepy looking picture, but that's reality. Yeah. And also I, I want one side of this thing where like, I, I somehow accidentally I got a video of myself watching my phone. Like or like I was on my phone and like one of my kids was like, like uh, filming me on my wife's phone just like for like a few minutes watching my phone and I watch myself watch my phone. It's creepy, dude. It's like, yeah. that's how I look, you know, but, but you don't see that. And so once again, I think it's just important for us to all admit like, okay, like, you know, you know, alcoholics anonymous. Like I, I, I'm addicted to my smartphone. Um, I want to use this for good purposes. I want to be intentional about it. Um, I want to not be addicted, but be effective and, you know, and start going that route and not just, not, not just aimlessly let it happen. Not just, you know, I mean, maybe if, maybe you might be called to totally give it up, but I think just be more intentional and I, I think we can do it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good word, man. If you, uh, fail to plan, you plan to fail, you know, kind of thing. And so you got to have intentionality about kind of how you're using it. So any final words of like encouragement or just, you know, how do we approach that, um, from a, just a biblical Christian standpoint? Yeah. Um, I, I think it goes back to what we've talked about where I think it's being, you know, driven by love and all things. And when I think of myself and why I'm on social media or my smartphone, it's, it's usually not out of love. And I think all of life is best when it's lived out of love for God, love for people and, and love for yourself as well. Like true love. Um, you know, so I, I think the most important thing, I, I think if, if we hold ourselves accountable in every area of our life of man, do, am, I, am I loving God? my loving people in this, I, I think it will keep us from like, you know, being arrogant on self and self-righteous on social media, yeah. keep us from just always posting doom and gloom on social media. Um, I think it will keep us from being addicted because me being addicted doesn't, it doesn't serve the purpose of loving God, loving people. Um, I, I think just making sure that you handle social media, um, with the same, you know, drive that you should handle everything else in life, you know, 
Um, like, you know, you want to love your wife, you want to love your kids, you want to love your church, you want to love your neighbor, you want to worship God. And so the question is, every time I pick this thing up, like, I mean, what if like on the top of my thing, I got like a sticker that said like, you know, use this thing to love God and love people. And if we were just reminded of that, I think that all of a sudden this thing that's like an addiction could become a huge like way we can bless people and bless the world. And I, and I really think that if, if we saw it like that, man, you would shine so bright right yeah. now because most people don't use it for that purpose. And it's funny. I was recently rereading this book called how to win friends and influence people. And it's just a book on like how to like be effective in life and how to, you know, how, how to honestly, it's how to bless people, you know? And you know, one of the things he talks about is like, it's so basic. He's like, you know, like be, be positive. People are drawn to that. Like, you know, who doesn't want to be the positive uplifting person? And so it's like, everyone generally likes that person, you know? And so I think just using social media for that, that end, you know, we all complain like it's negative or whatever, but like, are we contributing to that? And so I think as long as we say, I'm going to love God, love people with this thing and odd one more and not be addicted. Then I think that all of a sudden what might be a problem becomes just a huge asset to us to make a great difference in this world for the kingdom. Yeah, that's a good word. So I've had to summarize just some practical steps. I think number one is just probably admit you're addicted. And if you yeah. don't think you are, you probably are. You and are, so yeah. if you got an iPhone, probably Android does it as well. Just kind of see how, how long you're on it on a given day, yeah. how many pickups you have of your phone and just come to that reality because I think that's that's the first step. You got to recognize that. One thing that. I'd add there is like, like have a day or a time when you're not allowed to be on it because how drawn you are in those moments will, will remind you you're addicted. Every Monday reminds me I'm addicted. Yeah. Good word. And then also just having that, that plan of intentionality like a, a christian is called to worship the lord yes. in excellence in every area of life like worship is all of life including how we use social media and so i think if you start with that uh vision and that goal in mind that that will inform again like how you use it you know so anyway good conversation and, and probably one we're gonna have to have many times in our generation and a generation to come so i appreciate you sharing your heart you and i uh, appreciate you guys watching and uh, we hope to see you next time